0: Hello, Nadeem Farooq Paracha. Uh, great to uh, be conversing with you on this platform. Uh, let's uh, talk about, uh, you know, this phenomena of cult, and this love for strong men that we are seeing in Pakistan, after the ouster of Imran Khan from office, and we see it in other in other countries as well. So, Nadeem, why, what do you think? I mean, why is our, uh, our the, the, the social media bubbles and our affluent, uh, middle classes, so hooked to, the, to this idea of uh, of a strong man, Messiah. What's going on?
1: Thank you, Reza. Uh, I think it's a very interesting thing. If you notice, uh, there has been a populist explosion in the last decade uh, in, across the world, in European countries and the US as well. But if you see populism and there are supporters, in let's say Europe or the U.S., and you compare them with uh, the kind of populism that erupted in India and Pakistan, there is a class difference. In the West, we see a lot of uh, rural folk, for example, uh, conservative, like in the American, in, in the United States, uh, across the Bible Belt, so-called Bible Belt, and uh, they are the ones who are buying into this more than let's say the urban middle classes in the United States and. Uh, largely also in uh, Europe. But in India and Pakistan, we see that uh, this is being acted out by uh, quite well-to-do urban middle and uh, upper middle income groups. Uh, why is this happening? I have a, bit, bit, a little theory. I've been investigating this phenomena for quite a while now. Why is this so? Because if you see... Uh, our middle classes, compared to the classes below, are not doing all that badly, as such, comparatively right. speaking. And we also see that, interesting or ironically, they're not worried about, let's say, what the economy or what a bad economy can do to their savings and to to the value of their salaries. They're not bothered about that. They yeah. bothered they bothered about these weird, uh, lofty dreams and conceptual uh, concepts. So. This is a, this is a cause for concern and definitely a
0: study to be uh, yeah. made. Yeah, but but Dadeem, I think it's it is also then uh, this is what feeds into a lot of disinformation. You know these fantasies uh, where people imagine. So look at this whole fantasy, uh, la la land conspiracy theory about U. S. Uh, wanting to oust Imran Khan because he was some imaginary anti imperial hero, and they they are now you know hundreds if not hundreds of thousands uh believing in that uh, idea i mean i i'm actually stunned i really want to understand uh what can we do about it i mean how to tackle
1: this uh raza as you remember i recently wrote for your uh website friday times a piece called uh a difference between conceptual reality and empirical reality yes so Usually what happens is strongmen or messiah or cults, whatever, they drive their followers into a conceptual reality, which has really nothing to do with the reality we engage with every day, with everything, things with our senses. So everything from conspiracy uh, theories to these lofty ideas that he will turn uh, the country into some sort of a paradise. These are all in the head. These are all in the head. And... uh, they, they get th- these conceptual realities also inform or form identities especially our middle classes unfortunately have not been able to form any political identities for themselves because they refuse to become part of a genuine electoral process which they believe is very corrupt so either they end up in the on the laps of dictatorships or di- di- dictators or they create this sort of a person or start following a person start Uh, uh, imagining him as some sort of a messiah who informs their identity, who forms their identity. And his fall is like the collapse of that identity that they adopted. And that's why we see so much panic and jitteriness in them.
0: Yes, exactly. There's the, there's a sense of panic. That's what I've been also noticing. But I think there's also another point that we need to really remember about this particular class. I mean, it's also in Pakistan, you know, two generations have been, you know, deliberately depoliticized. You know, they have been brainwashed to accept messiahs dictators as some glorious characters there's an anti-politics culture anti-politics narrative at that particular uh, you know those two generations are now running the country I mean that's the other thing uh, uh Nadeem that is true and uh, you see the people who actually
1: created these narratives now this narrative is biting them as we yeah. saw recently a class, middle class, urban middle classes, they have become so panicky and jittery and desperate that they have started attacking uh, the people who created this narrative, people in the establishment. So that it is, now, it is now high time that the establishment understands that it is not Frankenstein monsters that they create in shape of people or parties, but also narratives. Now, that narrative has come back to haunt
0: them. Yes, it has. Exactly. Exactly. I think our time is running out. So all I would say is that, as you said, Nadeem, and I fully agree with you, Pakistan's establishment should rethink its policies. We need to update our education system, have student unions and democracy.